0: Biggie, uh, it's got me uh-huh. daddy. Uh, let's go. Up. Biggie. Biggie.
1: What's up, daddies? Week
0: three, week three,
1: week three. Feeling good. Uh, sitting with a couple of winners here today. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Beat up Carly. the The domestic defeat is over. Uh,
0: <laughs> we're gonna work on healing now. And back to the little daddies and beat them.
1: Yeah. Nice work. And uh, they've
0: changed their name back.
1: 3-0 and in the Megaloball for a shared team. So a, a good week for fantasy football for these two guys.
0: Thought I was going to go 4-0, and but Dak decided two late touchdowns today.
1: Yeah, so, oh yeah, Carly, don't feel too bad. Undefeated in South Prop in first place. Yeah. Congratulations.
0: Sweet. A lot of stuff happening this week and a lot of worry stuff. Panic, Seahawks. Yeah, I mean, fantasy football was great, but the Seahawks looked pfft bad.
1: Bad, bad, bad.
0: Scale one to ten. How you feeling, panic wise? Um,
1: Serious panic mode here. Serious panic mode. I'm sitting at about an eight. I feel like I've got some major concerns. Defense looking historically bad. It looks just like it did at the beginning of last season, which it did shore up. So that gives me a little bit of hope. But like passing yardage to tight ends, running backs. It doesn't matter who it is. We just can't cover any position. It feels like um anytime we got pressure on kirk cousins yesterday it felt like he had the perfect pass to like the outlet was always there for him so we're not covering that up we're not getting to quarterbacks enough we got to Wentz week one a little bit yeah but everybody since then has been feels like they're going untouched
0: i saw a stat this week or today that was like pre-snap our defense is the same as it is post-snap uh 92 percent of the time which is a league high by a lot yeah. which means we're just not disguising anything and so it's easy to just be like oh there's the hole right there right my and cousin if you can see me live I pointed
1: <laughs> there there's there, the hole there's the hole um, yeah my cousin texted me like the first thing he said was like fire Ken Norton and like I don't know I'm not usually one to like jump over coaches but like if everyone knows what you're doing on defense and you're giving up historically bad numbers Something's got to change. I feel like Pete's too nice of a guy, though, to fire someone midseason.
0: Yeah. I just look at so many other teams where they bring six or seven people to the line, and they're not all rushing, but they'll disguise who's rushing, who's not, drop, or rushing four, dropping three. And I just feel like we never do that. Everyone's either at the line, and they're going to rush, or it's going to drop. It's a three-man rush, and they just pick apart the defense because they can't get to them.
1: Also, they're not using Jamal Adams like correctly, right? I mean, he doesn't have. Does he have any sacks this year? It doesn't feel like they're bringing him no. on a lot of pressures. Feels like they're trying to leave him back there in coverage, which is, I mean, not really his thing. I, no. I mean, he's like a sack guy. We need to. We need big plays. We need turnovers. We're not getting any of those. Also, the second half for the offense. I mean, we've scored points. I believe in the offense. I believe it's like. We have good players, yeah, uh, but it's we've scored two touchdowns on bomb plays in second halves, and that's it in six quarters, two touchdowns. It's just really like petered off the last
0: yeah. couple of weeks. Did we ever see what happened to Carson? Because he came back in. He was just uh, kind of hurt. He wasn't on the injury report at all, so I don't know. Yeah, because I was seeing the stats where we only gave him like three carries in the second half, and it might have been game plan because – they came down, scored a quick touchdown, and then were behind. But Right. I did
1: feel like they – I think we got the ball back. We were down 10 with, like, 12 minutes left, and that was a key drive. We did nothing on it. Yeah. Um, did, I think maybe we picked up one first down. But, yeah, I mean, the offense just seems to be disappearing. I also don't think they ran the ball enough in the last game against the Titans when they came back. So, yeah, big panic mode. Yeah. What would you say –
0: I was, I was a seven. I think it's too early to panic, especially with an extra week this season. Uh, our division's really good. Um, luckily, we got the loss yesterday for the 49ers, but still two three and0 teams that look pretty good on offense, and that's and one team just beat bucks. So we'll see what happens. I, I think we can get it underway uh everyone seems to be fired up so let's see what happens this week
1: yeah one silver lining i found was our out of division opponents chicago the lions the texans saints and Steelers. i think those don't look as scary now as maybe you might have thought they would be in the offseason so there are some easier games uh left on the schedule outside of the division but yeah the division games uh next two weeks is gonna be Mm. tough speaking of
0: uh Sad news, a lot of injuries this week. A lot of lot of hammies,
1: a lot of hammies. A.J. Brown really screwed me in my college league. Sorry, <laughs> Colin, I know he screwed you too. Those Super. brown cows are just going down. Yeah, brown cows going down. Yeah, he's without two browns this week. Yeah. One with COVID, one with a hammy. Uh, but yeah, he's week to week. Obviously, the big biggest fantasy news this week was the McCaffrey hamstring industry. I heard someone describe it. So, you know, there's like grade one, two, and three Someone, apparently a doctor, uh, described it as a 0. .5. We're not so a doctor. We are not a doctor. Uh, but, yeah, some, some doctor uh, I heard on another fantasy football podcast today was describing it as a 0. .5 grade. So, hopefully, maybe just a week.
0: Um, They're 3-0 and right now. I don't think they'll try and rush him back. Uh, and they are pretty quick to take him out, but that's maybe just because they were playing the Texans. And yeah.
1: I think they had that game in the bag or they thought they did. Um, yeah, I, I do think though, the fact that they're three, and gives me hope that they will like, you know, not do what they did last season and be like, Oh, we're garbage. We're, we're basically tanking. Yeah. Um, and they will bring him back sooner than later, but I'm sure they won't be stupid about it. Yeah. Uh, who else had hammies, Slayton oh, Shepard, Layton Shepard there. I don't, don't think going to play next week. James White with the hip, not the hammy. Yeah, uh, he's out.
0: He was carted off too. Sorry, Nick.
1: Yeah, sorry, Nick. You traded. He traded for him last week, didn't yep. he? Yep. Sorry, Nick. Yeah, Juju ribs. I think Claypool
0: also maybe got
1: hurt. Yeah, he left yeah. the field, I think, but I think he came back. Same with Lockett. Same with yeah. DK at the very end. No updates on them. Yeah, I looked like
0: Debo went out for a second too. I know you weren't watching. You were on the plane, but I was, he came yeah. back.
1: So. Um. Biggest injury of the week, I guess, as far as length, KJ Hamler, season-ending ACL. Wow! I wow. think uh, it's good for Sutton, though, right? I mean, yeah. he's becoming, or I mean, Sutton and your boy Tim Patrick, Tim Patrick, Mister Tim
0: Patrick, Timmy
1: Patrick. Oh, Timmy O'Patrick. <laughs>
0: oh, he's Irish now.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's Irish now.
0: Sweet. Um, what big a big news for Fant too. Um, what was it? Oh, yeah, big news, good news for, for Fant. Fant. Yeah uh don't like to celebrate injuries speaking but
1: of, uh fant i was looking and uh hawkinson and fant were the number two and number five tight ends so far uh going into this week i don't think they still are but that's bad news for me and nick's uh uh beer bet that he won't have two top 10 tight ends or that they won't both be two top tight ends i mean there's the still the
0: a lot of season left uh We'll see what happens between them. I mean, it's an Anomaly week playing the Ravens. It seemed like they just wanted to run it.
1: Yeah. Also, uh, yeah. I mean, when Hawkinson's your only target out there, really, you think they're probably going to yeah. get double covered most of the season.
0: Um, it looks like Hawkinson is four. Currently. Yeah. And no fans. 13. Oh, dropped out of the top 10. Watch out, Nick. End the season. End the season.
1: End it now. The game is over. Uh, Which special teams player do you like better? A couple of big special teams plays. The kick six and the 66-yard record-breaking field goal to win it for the Baltimore Ravens.
0: You got to go kick six. Or not the kick six. I think kick six is stupid. I think Cliff Kingsbury made the stupidest, the most stupid decision this week of any head coach. There probably was others, but... Stupid, stupid head. At 68 yards in Florida in, like, humidity, you're not going to kick it 68 yards. Right. Uh, It felt like an easy decision for an to be like, yeah, put someone back there, I guess. And then totally you got big guys just trying to tackle a speedster. Yeah. Uh, But a record-breaking 66-yarder at the buzzer. His previous high was a 61-yarder, I believe, against the Lions to win the game, I think, is what I've read.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was was against the Lions. So some magic there in the Motor City. (laughs) I mean, it's a dome, uh, middle of the country. Yeah, uh, do you think
0: that Lions have got to be the most unlucky team in NFL history?
1: Just like with the way they lose like these epic games, the way they
0: lose games, it feels like every ref just pulls out calls against them. Totally, uh, Calvin Johnson not making the catch. Right, uh, them playing uh, the
1: that Monday night game against Green Bay. That's a few what I was about to bring ago. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with the like phantom, so improb- yeah,
0: phantom face mask. I think it was, and yeah. Just creating new ways for Detroit to lose. I felt so bad because he probably shouldn't have gotten that chance because there was a two or three second delay of game that they just kept the game going.
1: Right. I watched it. They watched a or they showed a replay tonight and it was uh, like a CBS replay and the the clock was clearly at zero. And I was like, like two or three seconds. What's going on? Uh in like a highlight reel. It's like, okay, yeah. there's lots of lots of evidence out there. We watched this play a million times. Uh, yeah. the The interesting thing that I saw was that the the kick six, Matt Prater, trying to go for a sixty eight yarder, break his record of sixty four <laughs> yards, uh, but he gives it away and then gets his record broken on the same day. Bad day for Matt Prater fans out there.
0: and Yeah, you know, there's a ton of them out there. So there's dozens of them. Dozens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dozens of
1: Prater fans. I mean, how many of you guys do you think have a Prater jersey? Over or under a thousand. Under, there's oh, yeah. no. Way. <laughs> there's I more. mean, there's probably a thousand Hauschka jerseys on on a bunch of 12s fans. Like, it's true. You know, closet. Some some kickers are beloved. Yeah, kickers, kickers, are, kickers are, people are people too. Yeah, exactly. Kickers
0: We're keeping them in this league. I know everyone hates them. They're yeah. staying. That's for the kickers. For the kickers out there. For the kickers out there.
1: Uh fantasy bounce back player gave you the biggest sigh of relief. Oh, I wrote sign in the doc. That's dumb. Uh, <laughs> s- sigh of relief in week 3 after a rough week 1 and it's basically 2. Basically the same thing.
0: Sign, sigh. And sigh. Uh, I think that my biggest sigh of relief was uh, DK. DK. I, I think DK that's a good one. came back this year this week with 107 yards and a TD. Uh, he's kind of had the extracurricular stuff going on the last few weeks, oh, yeah. getting arguments, getting thirty yards of unsportsmanlike conduct, um, and just kind of being a distraction. A lot of drops, but he proved that he can still catch the deep one, still catch that touchdown, still is reliable. Um, and I think if our defense is going to play like Dallas's last year, our offense needs to play like Dallas's last year. Throughout right. the season and just keep scoring, so DK has got to be that guy, and he proved he can be.
1: Yeah, I was never as a, because I'm, you know, a big Seahawks fan. I was never really worried about DK. You know, I knew he was going to have his games. I think what worries me about DK is like if you got him in any redraft leagues, which I didn't do because the, second I round, knew, uh, yeah, second round. That was a, like a little too high when I could just get Tyler Lockett in the fifth or sixth, which I did in a couple of leagues, and it just feels like. They're still really close. Like, do I think that in Dynasty, in this format, I would rather have DK? Obviously, you know? I mean, he's four, five, six years younger. Yeah. Um, But I think that just right now, currently, I think we're seeing Tyler Lockett in his prime, and he's just never gotten enough credit as far as, like, ADP goes in redraft leagues. I don't get it. But, yeah, DK, it felt like it was going to be, like, a squeaky wheel game for him where he's yeah. going to be like, oh, you know, like... Had been having some bad moments. I think Russ probably feels that like wants him to be like to shine a little. Uh, yeah. Get some of that that grime off of him. And uh, I think he did that in this game. I'm going with uh, your boy. My daddy. Your daddy. daddy. Josh Allen. Uh, I didn't want to say it on the podcast last week because there, there were like legitimately a lot of better uh, guys you could be worried about. I mean, he didn't have awful games, but. Last year, at the end of the year, he was on fire. I mean, 25, 30 points a game. Uh, and the first week, week one, 17 points, 16 points week two. Definitely disappointing if you drafted him, like, in a redraft league in the third
0: round. Yeah. I think watching the game, I mean, that was when Steelers were totally healthy the week one. Uh, defense, there's a lot of the punt block. Uh uh, Bosa was still there or not Bosa
1: Bosa? Who do they have week two? Oh, uh, no, no, no. Other football family. Other football family. Yeah, yeah. The Watt brothers. The Watt brothers. TJ. TJ.
0: They had TJ Watt and he caused havoc. Week two, he goes down. Uh, I think they just faced a really good defense that first week that was fired up. No longer really the the case. Uh, week two, I mean, they put up. they were 35 nothing. I think if the game was closer, I think he would have probably had a little bit more You get a three rushing touchdown anomaly. And I think he would have had a touchdown, but he got called back because he dove, which I guess is now giving yourself up from quarterbacks these days. Right. Yeah. Which I don't quite understand. Yeah. It's like, as soon as you dive, it's like the back you're like
1: the furthest back part of you is where they spot the ball. Now
0: I think it's the foot wherever it's like sliding. It's where the football is, but he had that rushing touchdown kind of slipped. Slided, but didn't slide. Went face first. Called them down at the one, and then they gave um, they gave Moss the touchdown. Right,
1: yeah. They they've you know probably. Do you think they've probably already scored more rushing touchdowns from running backs than they did all year last year?
0: Here is Junior to third base. They're gonna wave him in.
1: Oh, that's just because uh, our boy JP Crawford of the Seattle Mariners just hit in another RBI.
0: Do you think we're the only uh, podcast live watching the Mariners, also kind of reporting on them?
1: Uh, I think so. Probably <laughs> yeah, yeah. small market team over here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, goms. goms. Goms, goms, Uh, But yeah, more rushing touchdowns already probably for the bills running backs than they
0: had all year last year. Yeah. Uh, Singletary averages two a year. He literally has two every year he's been in. So he's halfway there. Nice. Uh, uh, you want to
1: get in the recaps?
0: Yeah. Can we hit that drop again?
1: Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here is Junior to third base. They're going to wave him in. 137 for the kid. That wasn't uh,
0: for the Mariners. That was for this guy. That was
1: for the kid. Little Daddy's 117. Uh, player of the game. Kind of already talked about him, but mm. I think it's the same for both of us.
0: Josh Allen. Four, throwing, four passing touchdowns for 358 yards, nine rushing yards, and a TD. Total of 37.22 points. Uh, and this has been week... Josh Allen owners have been waiting for.
1: For sure. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, it was also awesome because it wasn't exactly like an easy matchup. I mean, it was a home game against maybe an overall bad team, but Washington like has a lot of good football players on defense.
0: They've got a good front seven. Uh, they haven't been, they haven't been great in the secondary. Daniel Jones kind of threw against them in one week. Uh, I forget who they played the other time, but uh, Their front seven can get, get there, but with Josh's kind of running around ability, uh, I saw him avoid a ton of step up in the pocket, step back, avoid a lot of rush. And once that first rusher got by with five wide receivers for them, seems like they're run, sending out five, ten wide receivers, and there's always someone open. Definitely. Like, like Emmanuel Sanders.
1: This was one of the... Uh only games I got to watch a little bit of we we had some red zone at the airbnb in like the first quarter of the early window and I got to see josh allen just looking really calm out there really confident in the pocket uh so yeah it's great to see yeah josh allen player of the game let's go 37 daddy points Damn. that's like twice as many as kyle got from both of his <laughs> quarterbacks but more on that later yeah um flop of the game
0: uh, I'm going with tyson williams um you would think that against Detroit, they would have an easy time rushing. They, especially with how, ba- with how banged up their defense was, I would assume they would just keep trying to run the ball. Uh, but they only gave Tyson Williams five, rush- five rushes, and he goes for 22 yards and zero catches. They gave up 38.5 points to Aaron Jones last week. I know some of it was through the air, but you got to mix in some stuff there at Baltimore. I mean... You gotta get those, some of those touch passes. They like Tyson, so maybe it's just an anomaly.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, Here is Junior in third oh base. gonna wave Ty France, another Ty un- France, n- another ribby, just taking a one-run lead on the A's right now. Live on Pod Me, Daddy. <laughs> um, who are we talking about? We're talking oh, about your Tyson. Plot. Tyson Williams. Uh, you say yeah, he Tyson. was someone that I was actually very nervous about coming into the week. I actually made a trade, traded away Tyson Williams for Javante Williams in my work league last week, and I was already, after one week of it, I was already immediately like, man, is Javante ever going to like shake Melvin Gordon? Which I still am a little hesitant. I think it will eventually happen, but uh, maybe not for a few more weeks. And Tyson Williams looked great last week, but then his usage just, and I was playing him in a couple leagues this week, so I was like, oh great, here we go. Here comes the breakout. This is a, a league also in which I famously traded away Alvin Kamara during his uh rookie breakout. So I was really nervous about that, but uh I was excited to see that maybe I did make a good trade that Tyson is not going to uh be that every it seems like the the Ravens are just gonna pass more. It seems like they're gonna run it less. They don't it doesn't seem like they're gonna try and run the same game plan they would have if Edwards had stayed healthy, if Dobbins had stayed healthy. So that is uh just going to be a whole new world for yeah. the Ravens offense. Uh, I'm going to go with Robert Woods, though. I know wah, we don't wah. usually pick players from the winning team, um, but three only three receptions for 33 yards, while Stafford's thrown for 343 total yards and four tutters. Uh, Woods has seen 19 targets through three weeks. Uh, meanwhile, Cooper Cup, on the other side of the, in this game, uh, has seen 33 targets in the same span. So... I'm kind of hitting the panic button on Robert Woods, man. Uh, I think that it's a clear, here's Cooper Cup. He's my favorite. He's so hot right now.
0: So hot right now.
1: Um, and then there's everyone else after that. It's Woods, it's Higby, it's uh, apparently Deshaun Jackson, who I before I saw like him streaking down the field there, I'd forgotten he was even on their <laughs> roster. Uh, Van Jefferson was involved last week. So I just think that... Uh, It's not like a Cup-Woods combo anymore with this new Stafford offense. I think it's Cup and then all those other four guys. And that just kind of sucks for Robert Woods, who's been so dependable for so long in, like, PPR formats, just always getting a lot of good catches.
0: And I haven't watched many of them. Uh, I know that Tampa Bay, is they've kind of been iffy on their defense this season. They've given up a lot of passing yards to some – Pretty, I mean, besides the Rams, I think some pretty middling Falcons. Dallas, Dallas
1: was the other big one. Yeah, Falcons
0: one. actually like, were able to throw against them last week and score 25 points, Yep. whereas they ended the season as a pretty vaunted defense. Now, not so much. They can't really rush the quarterback as well as they are trying to. Right, and yeah. I think they've had a few injuries on the... Uh, the Channinger home run. Oh boy! Three run home run.
1: Three run, Jack. Here a is Juggernaut at third base. They're gonna wave him in. Oh, I don't know if we'll ever play one player, one, uh, <laughs> one, one drop, one, is one daddy's dropped this many times in a row, but warranted. Eight four Mariners. Let's go. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm. I still like Woods. I think he's gonna get his games. I think that it is scary that Stafford's throwing to him so much. They kind of have. Let's see. Arizona, Seattle, New York, Detroit, Houston, Tennessee, San Francisco coming up. Not great. Secondaries, maybe they'll try and pepper in him, him in a little bit more because you kind of want to get him going if you want to have a deep run, I think, in the playoffs for them. Totally.
1: I'm, and I'm not saying that uh, that he's not going to have games. He's going to yeah. have games. Uh, it's just how many of those games. Uh, you're just not getting it every single week anymore, and that's kind of how I see it for now. I mean, unless maybe there's an injury to Cup or people start really double-teaming and cracking down on Cup, then I think maybe we do see a shift to, like... uh, I mean, Robert Woods, the cream will rise to the top uh, of that other batch of guys. He's definitely the best, and that's why we all had confidence in him going into this
0: year. 19 targets, too, for three games. That means he's still getting... Seven-ish target, a little less than seven targets a game, which yeah. is still pretty good.
1: Still pretty good. Uh, other observations from this game?
0: I mean, why did James start Lamar over with Herbert and Brady going? Uh, Obviously. Right. Herbert it's, and Brady are the obvious choices at quarterback. Sorry, James. You're just never going to get it right. <laughs> it's actually two out of
1: three weeks that you've had your highest scoring quarterback on your bench. Uh, sorry,
0: little daddy. Yeah, never listen to Tyler when he... Criticizes you for benching Lamar. I can barely win him with my own team, man. <laughs> sorry, sorry, little daddy. Uh, just just on, at least we can still just
1: back drop because uh, you changed your name back. Thank you so much. Really
0: appreciate it. Quick thought though. Um, my other observation from bench, Tyler Taylor Heineke, twenty points. Uh yes, the Heineke. The Heineke. Uh, he's played three full games and each time he's been above twenty points. Right. Uh, fantasy wise,
1: I'm all about it. I'm here for it. I also like to see young guys succeed. I love his story. He's got a great story. You know, he worked really hard to get here. He was passed up on a lot. Played in the CFL, or the, X, or the CFL, I think. Yeah, I think it's um, Like, practice squad guy, getting an opportunity. But I just don't think he's that good. Maybe he'll improve. Uh, but IRL, I don't think it's, it's really happening. Uh, listening to this game on the radio... Didn't sound like he was playing very well. He had the huge play to Gibson, which is great, but that I think it says more
0: about Gibson's explosiveness than than it does about Heineke being a good quarterback. I think the Bills are a really good defense, especially the way they were embarrassed the first week in that loss, and then the next game home. I think they wanted to perform for the crowd. Definitely, I think that because of that, they didn't. He didn't quite have the game to lead them to victory. They have Atlanta next week, so let's see against them. Also Heineke didn't get
1: all of training camp, you know? What I mean like it yeah. was it was Ryan Fitzpatrick running with the one, so maybe he needs more time. Um but I just think that if if the football team is losing a ton of games, I think when he- Fitzpatrick comes back, if he even wants to come back, I, I like part of me just thinks he's just done, you know. Um especially if the team falls out of playoff contention or is like falling behind, which is very hard to do in the NFC East. Yeah. But if uh, if he does, then I think like Heineke will get a lot more starts this year, and for fantasy, it's been good. So yeah.
0: maybe you'll have to roll with the Heine. We'll see. They got all three of them have good matchups next week. So well, uh, good good problems. Yeah, uh, uh, we should probably move on to the next game. But also, with the fuck Cooper Cup, what are you doing here?
1: Uh, just ruining Robert Woods. That's what he's doing. Yeah. All right, we got the elbow grassers, 158. How now brown cow? Did you get a final score on how now brown cow? Let's see uh, here. Get just, just
0: drop real quick. New drop coming soon. New yeah, drop. new
1: drop coming soon, Kyle. Don't worry, you won't be tickling people for much longer.
0: But you got someone again. The how now brown cows and all those cow elbows, uh, 114, 64. Nice.
1: Sorry, Colin. Fell a little short. Uh player of the game, you already talked about him, but I'll just say it again. DK Metcalf, six for one oh seven and a tutter. Um yeah, was not really worried about him like I said necessarily, but he did have some people getting nervous and right off the bat scores a touchdown, gets a peppered with targets from Russell. Kinda wish he'd kept doing that in the second half. Maybe it would have been a different game.
0: Yeah, I don't I felt like I was so down in the second half. I don't even remember what, I blacked out.
1: Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was so upset with the defense all day that I felt like I wasn't even paying attention to the offense sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it,
0: we didn't sustain drives, and so I was like, "Wait, the offense was on the field."
1: Who I really wanted to pick for my player of the game though was your player
0: of the game, Michael Williams, seven for nine for 122 yards and <sighs> two touchdowns. Wow, uh, and one of those was late when we were watching. It was Colin, Kyle, and I, and we were watching it thinking, "Oh." They just got the first down, 30 seconds left, run the clock out, kick the field goal to win the game, tied. Nope, they decided to throw a 30 or 40-yard bomb to, or a 20-yard, something like that. C- corner fade to Mike Williams for his second touchdown of the day. And I might have actually also broke him 100 yards, which a big is bonus a bonus in this league. Uh, uh, which just made no sense at the time why they threw the touchdown. Almost lost the game because of it but have they AFC, AFC West figured out Kansas City? Uh,
1: probably, actually. I don't know. Uh, they're one and two basement dwellers. I mean, they're yeah. basically as bad as the Seahawks. Uh, so, <laughs> God, I thought they were going to see each other in the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that Kansas City has definitely had some flaws early on. They've been turning the ball over a little bit, and the, the Chargers are good, man. They've been just... Injury riddled the last couple of years, especially on defense. Yeah. Mike Williams, another one of those guys where they invested a lot in him, but his whole career has just been breaking himself. So uh, it's kind of nice to see him have a little success. Uh, I also think my new theory also is that Herbert, you know, he's kind of a child still. I mean, he's a sophomore. Yeah. He's he's like a kid. Yeah, uh, his and face he, looks and like it. This is just like his, his shiny new toy that he just discovered he had. <laughs> You know, or like he broke it and then his dad fixed it and now it's fixed. Um, and now he's just like, can't stop playing with it. So that, that's, that's probably why the fourth quarter, you know, surprise touchdown at the end there happened.
0: <laughs> oh, we're going to run it. No, no, no. Audible, audible, audible know. to the toy. Mike Williams,
1: Herbert's favorite toy Uh, flop of the game. I'm going with Stefan Diggs, six for 62 when the bills are scoring 43 points. Josh Allen's going off. Like we talked about already. A little worried about Diggs. I think we all expected some regression from last year just because he was so, by far and away, the team's leading target getter. Scored a lot of touchdowns, tons of yards, tons of receptions. I thought there was going to be a little regression, maybe not as much as we've seen early on.
0: Uh, they played some pretty good cornerbacks. I think they're shadowing pretty hard because he's played Pittsburgh. as a good secondary um, Washington has a good number one and two. That's why I think a lot of people are calling for the Emmanuel Sanders breakout. Right. Uh, and then Miami has two Two of the best, of cornerbacks. The best cornerbacks in the league. Uh, I wish we had their corners. So I think we'll see some breakouts soon. They got Houston next, Kansas City, Tennessee. I think they're going to try and...
1: Those sound like a lot better matchups yeah. for Diggs. I'm not super worried about him, like I no. said. I mean, if he is still uh, tied in red zone targets for the team with Cole Beasley gross uh, was seven so far. So seven red zone targets already. He's only got the one touchdown. So he's just got to punch him in a couple more times. Yeah. But you know, when you see Emmanuel Sanders going for two, all the running back involvement right now with all the running back scoring touchdowns, it does kind of suck to be the digs owner uh, in a redraft league. Uh, that's why we don't play redraft though. Yeah. <laughs> that's,
0: that's why it's dynasty. Um, do you have a different flop? Can we, I feel like we had this argument all last year, whether you can call an injury a flop, but maybe this is just a season flop right now. AJ Brown is yes. averaging 30 yards a game. He had the one touchdown, which kind of saved one game, but Julio's dominating with 204 yards and it was a heel away from a touchdown. Uh, AJ Brown, another third option in Tennessee. I mean, it's, it's that way this, this far this
1: season, and, honestly, I think that we all maybe just hyped him up too much. Like, I think that no one took... I think people, for some reason, as soon as Julio got traded, people were like, oh, A.J. Go Brown, he's going to be even better now. Yeah. And it's like, why? When yeah. do we ever think that? Like, so Julio's going to take some coverage away, sure. But, like, maybe Julio is just a good guy, you know? He's still a good receiver. He's going to be good. People Also, people have to commit, like, nine guys to stopping Derrick Henry. So both of them are going to be open. And the problem right now is I really don't think AJ Brown's healthy. Obviously no. he didn't play all the way through this game, but the two knee surgeries on both the knees, this, this off season, it was both the knees, right? Not the,
0: Ooh, I can't recall right now. I kind of, forgot pretty sure was it was both knees or it was
1: both elbows or both shoulders, something. It was maybe. like two separate surgeries on the two separate mirrored body parts. Uh, and it's just like that. That's got to set you back a little bit. Uh, slow start after that, maybe, but don't think he's healthy think we're seeing a healthy Julio right now uh, for the first time in a long time. I mean, he's always going to be banged up at this point in his career, but yeah, maybe yeah. he's the third option now.
0: My biggest problem always with A.J. Brown is he's just always a huge yak guy. I felt like every time I saw him score a touchdown, it was underneath, and then somehow he'd break away for a 60-yard touchdown. And when you're not getting those, it's the 10-yard slant, and you right. get three of those. He was never a high-volume target guy. And so, you need to be healthy to bowl people over like yeah. that and be like an absolute monster. So, um, we'll see what happens coming on uh like you asked about the surgery on both knees. I think I kind of mix this off-season up with every other one where he's been injured every off-season. Right. So, we'll see what happens further in the season.
1: Uh yeah, I I think that we are getting to that point in the fantasy season where we're going to start benching some studs. You yeah. know, I think we've seen enough out of some of these guys. Um uh, we know the situation now. And I think you might see A.J. Brown as, I mean, he's probably going to be on the bench anyways because he's injured now. Uh, I think they said he might miss next week. But uh, going forward, I think that on other people's teams, we're going to see people start making those tough decisions.
0: Yeah, do you have any worries for the number one seed from last year, the Hanna Brown Cows? They're injury-prone right now. They... Definitely.
1: He lost to it, to IR, uh, A.J. Brown, who was a big part of his, why I liked his team a yeah. lot. Uh nice bounce back from Zeke tonight on Monday Night Football. It's good True. to see for him as the Zeke owner who traded so much away. Uh, really funny. Uh, Colin, week one, I text him, are you worried about Zeke? Because he has an awful week, week one. Uh, Amari Cooper goes off for like 40 points week one. And I'm like, are you worried about Zeke? He's like, yeah, kind of. And then he texts me tonight when Amari Cooper does nothing and <laughs> Zeke's going off. And he's like, are you worried about Cooper? Uh, so shout out to that for the brown cow. Uh, For that little
0: dig there. But, no, I'm not worried about Amari Cooper. He's going to be fine. Um, Colin could have had a better week this week, too. Hollywood dropping three for sure touchdowns. Uh, He had beaten all the defense. One was tipped away, but one just bounced right off his hands, and one just... I mean,
1: the Straight thing is, dropped. when you're the only brown left standing, it's hard to be the top cow and carry the weight of the whole team on your back. So it's, Cows are heavy. Cows That's are a lot of heavy. weight on your shoulder. <laughs> Very heavy.
0: Uh, and then one last thing. How the fuck does cow keep winning?
1: Oh, my God. I hate it. Quarterbacks combined for less than 20 points. Yeah, same amount as one of Colin's quarterbacks. Yep. Christian uh, Caffrey goes down. Christian Caffrey, Caffrey goes down. Less than... Fifteen points for his two running backs that he started combined, yeah, and yet he's the second highest scorer on the week, one hundred fifty-six points,
0: I, and one of two people left undefeated. Uh, I, who do you think has sold more of their soul for victories? Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, or Kyle Cooper?
1: So I thought about this for a little while, and I think it's got to be Brady because, like, he, I mean, he drank from the fountain of youth. <laughs> Uh, which I think is a big no, no. Uh, I think that's like selling your soul or something. Yeah. Um, he has seven super bowls, which is insane. It will never happen again for anyone. So he had to have sold some soul for that. <laughs> I think bill Belichick is just good at football. I think he's just a good football coach. Uh, I don't like him. He's very boring. Yeah. He's the most boring man on the planet. Um, Almost to the point where it's comical. So but Kyle is getting there. He's he's selling enough of his soul to win these games, I'm sure of it. i I bet if he sticks around in the Sky Me Daddy league for long enough, he'll pass Brady. Yeah. It'll be the only thing he'll pass Brady in.
0: In a few years, Kyle's gonna switch his whole diet and more soul sold. Be, yeah. He's gonna <laughs> get a whole plant diet and only avocados, no tomatoes. He's gonna have to give up his pizzas. Yeah. Travis Kelsey will be fifty and still be tight end <laughs> one. It'll be great.
1: Uh on to the next one. My beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy, 169. Uh, Sex Mac. 119. 119. Came close. Run away fast as you can. Uh, I said 120-ish. 120, yeah, in the doc, uh, Alex guessed it would be 120-ish. It was 119. Spot on. Player of the game for me, Matt Stafford. 343 yards, four tutters. Saw Dak have a pretty nice game. Week against uh, this Bucks defense, week one. I think they had another corner injury in this game, so yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's the passing D is not very scary. I think that we're going to see a lot of actually teams do well against the Bucks just because Brady has been so good too. That I think teams are going to have to be passing a lot. They're either yeah. going to destroy teams or it's going to be a shootout in my mind. You know, it, there's not a lot of other game scripts against this team. Um, but yeah, Stafford, uh, probably. It's working out really well for Nick. It's working out for really well for the Rams, and I kind of yeah. hate it.
0: Yeah, don't we all? Uh, seeing Stafford and Kyler Murray in the division, and you're just like... right? Well, I mean, Kyler's my boy, though, so like yeah. I can give him some slack. Oh, but but Stafford, he's awful. <laughs> Get that guy out of here. Run
1: away fast as away. you
0: can. Uh, that's a good player of the game. Uh, it was close that I chose that one. But I think I had to give it to an it was basically an honorary player of the game to Justin Tucker for 66 yarder while at the buzzer. Love it. Love uh, it. Nineteen did, points though it. for a kicker is pretty amazing. That is. Even though it was a blatant delay of game. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He still hit it. Is it Ravens Magic or Lion's Curse? Lion's Curse. Lion's Curse for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh that's a great player of the game. Uh flop of the game. I'm gonna go with Montgomery. Only ten rushing yards, or only ten rushing attempts for thirty-four yards. Uh, caught two balls for twenty-one yards. Although you did say earlier to me that he was the leader in the team in yards in the game, so he's the best
0: Chicago Bear. Uh, it wasn't just that he led the team; oh, he right. literally had more yards than the whole team combined. Right, because the other team had negative yards. Interesting. Yeah, because because of the sacks to Justin Fields for yeah, brought down I think their air yards to like one one I one think they had game, one, one yard
1: one yard uh one net yard for Justin Fields week one sorry Nick um actually I'm not sorry I'm <laughs> sorry I'm not sorry suck it uh, Nick suck it Nick uh yeah it's always interesting to see when these rookies uh come in how they're going to affect the offense I think the what we usually see from an athletic guy like Fields who's going to run it a little bit more we usually see the, ru- the rush attempts drop for the for the running back on that team um so even though David Montgomery is kind of a bell cow who doesn't have a lot of competition at the position on the team for Chicago, uh, I think that it could be bad if he just touches the ball less, right?
0: Yeah, if he touches the ball less and they're keep they not running as much. I think the other thing that we have to focus on is how good the Cleveland defense is. I think we kind of forget after they played. So they played Kansas City week one and then Houston last week. Oh, right. Which... Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, anomaly game, but then you just gotta always think about rookies against a pretty formidable defense and seven sacks is. A oh, absolutely,
1: lot. yeah, and rookies across the board are doing terribly right now. I'm not gonna read into it too much, but I do think that Montgomery, uh, I'd just be a little bit worried about these these position players around Fields as long as Field until Fields either turns a corner, plays better, or they switch back to Dalton. Yeah. Or maybe Nick Foles, apparently. (laughs) I heard all three are in play this week. Yeah, crazy. Do you have a different flop of the game?
0: I think my flop of the game has got to be Russell. Uh, Joe Burrow coming back from a major injury in week one, put up 18.64 points against Minnesota. Uh, Last week, Kyler put up 33.1. And then Russ drops to 16.62. Daddy points by throwing for 298 yards and a touchdown. Um, you kind of expected more, especially after the first two drives where I think we or three, or you scored 17 straight. And I don't know if we scored for the rest of the game.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think that that Minnesota def- I I forgot Patrick Peterson is on that defense. But yeah. I saw him out there and I was like, Oh, PP, <laughs> P squared. Um, yeah, I don't think they have a good defense, though, even with Patrick Peterson on it. And yeah. I don't know why they were able to... I mean, we and we came out hot, 17 points, like, right off the bat, right? Basically, on yep. first three drives. I don't know what happened, but yeah,
0: uh, Chef Russ burned all of the entrees after that. <laughs> I was seeing something this week that... Or, yes, today, that was saying... Arizona's got something really nice going on right now Where they just piss off a team by scoring a ton of points And then oh, we played nice. them the next week Great And they're just pissed Great. off and want to beat us Thanks, Kyler Tennessee week one Killed them Minnesota last week Wow, is that really how it's gone so far? Yeah. yeah man, That's weird Good thing we don't play Jacksonville next week I mean Or I'd, I'd
1: love to play I'd love to get right game against <laughs> a, a rookie quarterback When do we get to play all these rookies?
0: You have any other observations from this game? Uh Callaway finally did something I uh, yeah. caught it kind of just a jump off from Jameis while he was getting sacked you know I saw that replay and I was like Jameis what are you doing
1: No, that's, that was, that's, I mean vintage it, Jameis it worked, it worked out it was vintage Jameis vintage. I don't want vintage Jameis <laughs> I want new Jameis I want five a sack I want five touchdowns on 15 attempts Jameis
0: did you want him to take the sack I mean he was getting uh, sacked at the same I time know.
1: I mean you can't take the Jameis out of Jameis right yeah that was, oh, eating the W's. Yeah, I was just eating a W over here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, one of my observations from the game is just a lot of good performances from Nick's guys. I mean, obviously, he was the high scorer this week. Congratulations, Nick. Um, but, uh, yeah, DJ Moore had a great game on Thursday night. Justin Jefferson ate the Seahawks defense alive. Saquon finally had a good week. Bounce A little bounce back for him. I mean, it was an easy matchup. So we kind of expected that. Stafford, uh, like we said, good week. Carr. Still being being good, Raiders three and zero. It's insane. And James Robinson finally, uh, finally got the workload. Yeah, that's uh, that's that should be encouraging for for James Robinson owners. Uh, even in like a pretty big like blowout loss, but I heard that on one drive, James Robinson was just like annihilating the Cardinals. Like just got the ball six or seven times on the drive. It was basically the whole team's offense driving him up the field. So he was good last year when
0: he was getting all that work. Yeah, teams can move the ball against arizona it seems like except for week one yeah uh on to the
1: next one garbage pail kids what did i finish at 138 ish 139 look at me wow 139 for the garbage pail kids and 110 for the who run the world just trying to find my theme song real quick you can be a garbage pail kid wow you can be a Oh uh, yeah, you guys haven't heard that one yet. I don't think <laughs> uh, that's the garbage Pail kids.
0: I think you got to tell the player of the game. It's your, it's your team.
1: Uh, yeah, I think we had the same one. Uh, Najee Harris, man, nineteen targets. I uh, that's all I'm going to say for his stat line. Just it's nineteen so targets. Dumb. It's not even. I'm not even going to tell you what, how many catches yet. I think he had like sixteen. He had a hundred yards ca- uh, receiving. I mean, Big Ben. He's basically. You know how like there's the hand of the king. Yeah. He's basically like. The hand of the king right now for Big Ben. Like he he does everything for him. He's like an extension of Ben because Ben can't move at all. He can't throw the ball very far, um, which is also funny because he's on Carly's team. Uh, so it's like I had her quarterback's hand.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was a frustrating one to watch. I didn't even realize he got 14 catches and 19 targets until I looked up my South Prep score and saw Carly's half her points was from Najee just catching. One yard passes and then running for three or four more. Yeah. Uh is this gonna is this what's gonna happen in the next few weeks? Now that like Juju's down, now that Claypool might be kind of hurt. Deontay's maybe out for another week or two.
1: I, I mean, my answer is yes. Until Big Ben gets injured or gets benched, I think that um, he will continue to have a hand. Um,
0: I mean, the Steelers are basically the Saints the last few years, right? QB right? way past yeah. his prime, can't throw more than ten yards. And they'd probably be better moving on from him, but he's their QB. They kind of can't, right? Now. Yeah. I mean,
1: what do they do? I, I guess they could be the guys that trade for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I, like, I, I just don't know what the oh, answer is. Oh, that's a
0: perfect replacement for Big Ben. Yeah. Just for their record. Oh, their, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like their, their rap sheet.
0: Their game. rap sheet, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, Najee, actually, like, player of the game. But also, I'm a little worried because his—I mean, his yards per carry is, all season has not been good. The offensive no. line is terrible. Like the quarterback situation sucks. But if he's gonna get, yeah, I mean, let's say he doesn't get 19. Let's say he gets 10 or 12 targets a game for the next few games. I'm still gonna be happy, I think, because I mean, that's like a baseline of seven or eight points right there, plus some yardage off of them. Um, if they're a bad team too, I mean, like he's gonna he, if he's getting those catches in garbage time, gonna be a lot of soft coverages. Uh, for fantasy, I'm not too worried about him. Um, yeah. Also, shout out to uh, mentioned before, but the Cleveland defense. I started them. They had a great game. Nine sacks on fields. Yeah, nine sacks. That's insane. That's probably more than
0: the Seahawks have all year. <laughs> probably, probably. Sadly, sadly. Uh, but yeah. Najee Harris. You know he's averaging seven yards a catch on that. I mean, if you're, you'd hope for maybe more. Right. Maybe. I think he'll break one or two. He broke one last week, yeah. kind of saved his week. Um, so he had a good stiff arm, which I guess if stiff arms, do stiff arms now count in our league? Uh, five points of stiff arm. Yeah. <laughs> Derrick
1: Henry just started scoring 100 points a game. Yeah. Uh, no, no stiff arm points. Uh,
0: Should we retroactively put them on for Carly's team right now? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, man. She probably would have won a couple championships. Yeah. Um,
0: flops? Uh it just doesn't feel like anyone truly underperformed. I guess Miles Sanders with only seven points. Yeah, I think, but my, they were, I
1: think the underperformances were maybe my Monday night guys. Yeah. Uh, Mark Cooper,
0: 4.1.
1: The game script in this, I can't believe that Dallas just destroyed Philly, really. Like, I, th- I thought it would be a little bit closer than that.
0: I think Philly's just as bad as we think they are. always thought they were going to be at the beginning of the season. They got the Falcons in week one and then only scored 11 against San Francisco last week. Their defense did well with 17 against San Francisco, but I just don't think they're that good. Uh, I also think that
1: I do have a benching of the game in this one, and it was me benching DeAndre Swift (sighs) for Miles Sanders, which DeAndre Swift, turns out, he's my best daddy running back. I think he's RB11 right
0: now. He's just biting so many ankles. Uh, Yeah, It's like... Popeye's spinach.
1: Right. And for the same reason of Najee, he's just getting volume. He's he's getting target volume because they're down. He's getting garbage points. I almost garbage timed the elbow graspers last last week uh, (laughs) live on the podcast. I didn't. Instead, I got my elbow grasped, unfortunately. Somebody's got to take down that elbow grasper. God, I hate him. Um, Yeah. Uh, Also, my quarterback's a little disappointed in those guys Uh, combined for just 31 points, which I feel like they're kind of a strength of my team. But uh, their real-life team scored 59 points this week, and they only came out with 31 fantasy points. So that felt a little off, off, a little lopsided. Calvin Ridley getting a little concerned about the Falcons' offense. How are you feeling about Kyle Pitts? Uh,
0: for this season, I mean, I got him
1: because right. yeah, yeah. I Obviously, want him it's long It's a dynasty term. league, so you're not that worried about him. But
0: From what I was hearing on some other pods today, though, for some reason, teams are like focusing solely on Kyle Pitts. Hmm to defend him, game-planning him out, which seems weird. They just don't want to get beat by a rookie, I guess. And it's like, well, I guess we'd rather get beat by Calvin Ridley. Why would you care about that? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, Ridley's not doing anything. They're, they're actually, like, from what I've seen, not throwing the ball down the field at all. I, I, like, It's all short stuff. It's all safe stuff. They're trying to not turn the ball over, which I get. But, I mean, uh, Ridley's just going to have to be a, a big volume guy for him to pay out on his, like, yeah. Especially his redraft
0: ADP uh this year. Saw a few plays from the from them on red zone, and Matt Ryan just overthrew Kyle Pitts one or two times in the end zone when he was wide open. He cut, the guy fell down, and then he overthrew him. Oops. Oh, Matt Ryan's getting old. Yeah. Both Matt Ryan's are getting old. So old. Just kidding. Love you, Matt. Um uh, the other one, I mean. Just other observations. Geo finally getting a good game script, except I heard he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt on the last play of the game, I heard. Oh, uh, classic Deontay Johnson situation.
1: Yeah, two weeks in a row. <laughs> uh, hopefully it's not too bad though. I didn't see anything on the uh injury report today, just like the overall league uh injury report today. So it's
0: an MCL, so we'll see. Uh the uh
1: yeah, Sanders didn't work out tonight, so I know what I'm doing in my, my running back room. <laughs> I wrote it on here that I've, I think I've got four pretty good options at running back and only three
0: spots to put them in. But I'm also going to say your team impressed this week with 40 receptions in total. Let's go. For, yeah. for, that's for it, that's six, some, seven players.
1: That's some, daddy, that's some solid daddy points right there. I got some hands. I got some hands. Just uh, going,
0: going for the footballs, not elbows. You want to keep moving it on? Yeah, let's mosey on down. The we, one that was decided tonight.
1: Yeah, this came, this one came down to the wire. Uh, John prematurely called it, and I thought he was going <laughs> to jinx himself. But uh, Hulkamaniacs one ten, Premier Plush one fourteen. John, where's your? Uh,
0: Where is it, John?
1: Yeah, that's your team, John. Uh, player of the game, Kirk Cousins, just torched, torched, absolutely torched the Seahawks secondary. They're so bad. I'm not going to stop ragging on them until they're better. Uh, 320- we're just really,
0: we're like giving them motivation, I think is what's happening. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. definitely listen to this pod. And oh, like, yeah. Oh, we need to press them.
1: Put it on the board. <laughs> uh, 323 yards, three tutters, carved them up, didn't uh, just dealt with the pressure flawlessly. Every time we got, we finally would get to him. It'd be like, oh shit, but it's a design screen. They wanted us to get there. Or like, or it was like, oh no, they actually got pressure on him. And he had the outlet like right there and knew what to do. He'd be falling down too, like being sacked and just hit it because the guy yeah. was wide open. Yep. Because our guys line up 10 yards away from their the guy they're covering because they're on so third and eight. scared. Um, yeah, 22 points week one, 25 daddy points week two, 25 daddy points uh in this one so yeah quarterback daddy 10 on the year for Kirk cousins Do you think that's going to continue um i have no idea you think he'll be in the top 12 at the end of the
0: season i don't think so interesting i think he's got to drop out at some point he's yeah. got cleveland and carolina in the next two of the next three weeks some Baltimore, Chargers, Green Bay, Pittsburgh, Chicago. I think he's going to drop off. They just don't have a good defense, though. Like I yeah. said, I mean,
1: I know that they didn't have to score that many points in this one, but I think that he's going to be throwing a lot. Uh, I think it, a lot of it depends on how Dalvin Cook's doing uh, and how Alexander Madison, your player of the game.
0: My player of the game. He he made the big trade this year. Finally got Alexander Madison for me for this situation exactly. And I think if he didn't pick up Alexander Madison this during the offseason he probably lost 112 yards six for eight for 59 yards and kind of proves that you kind of need your maybe a handcuff in case your big guy goes down especially if you're competing
1: yep definitely need the handcuff uh i think you're absolutely right on that i mean he was his highest scorer on the week you would have lost without madison his his other running backs did nothing on his bench um so good point there. Yeah, I mean, when especially when it's the high profile guy. If it's like the committee guy, the other guy, and he's the committee guy, it's not like the 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 running back that's getting all of the touches like Cook was. Uh, it's really important to get that handcuff. Um, AJ Dillon, Tony Pollard, those kind of guys, I think would be pretty big. Yeah. If Alex uh, Collins, Alex Collins, obviously, and I saw you picked him up, and I was like, oh yeah, I've seen that strategy before. Yeah. We did that in Mega Bowl the other week. Uh, flop of the game, Allen Robinson.
0: Allen Robinson. Red alert, man. Red alert. Maybe if they switch back to Andy Dalton, I thought that they could maybe pick it up after almost catching two touchdowns. They'd maybe game plan for him. Maybe it's just the Cleveland D just getting to field so often that they just had no time to get yeah. him open
1: maybe justin fields just isn't ready to play in the nfl yet it just it happens sometimes for rookies yeah. um yeah i'd be remember we we were we were pretty upset on draft day in our megalo Bowl trade when Allen robinson went the pick before us we were um, like man.
0: god damn it we would have been so good if we'd gotten Allen robinson we also that. wanted travis kelsey for the next go ahead starting travis kelsey eckler
1: Right, yeah, yeah, that that one I still regret, but yeah. I, it's like we couldn't have got him. It's like not stepping on a grenade. No, uh, when it, when it's the Alan Robinson deal right now, he looks. It, I mean, it's not like it's his fault, really, right? I mean, no. it's, Nagy is awful. Like, I don't. He like, didn't want to be there either. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't want to be there. Uh, so sorry, Alan. Yeah, uh, we remember. Oh, he's also the guy we're always talking about how he's like had such bad quarterback play, and it's like, well. It's about, it it can get worse. Hold my beer. (laughs) Um, Foles
0: is going to drop some bombs for him next week.
1: Maybe, maybe. Oh man, wouldn't that be funny if if Foles was the guy again? Yeah.
0: Uh, Bears
1: fans must be pissed.
0: Hulkamaniacs are finally getting Jamar Chase out there. But not having that presence of the second QB, I think, is maybe going to be his downfall this year if he doesn't. Doesn't get it. Because if he would have scored an average amount of points, you probably sub him in for a Zach Pascal. Ten more points right there. And then a Zach Pascal gets you. Yep. And that's the difference in the gets game. It's you a game. Yeah.
1: Go get that other quarterback, Carter. Go get him. Go get him, Hulks. brother. When we get into the ring, is going to rule. You can only get into the ring with two quarterbacks. So it's a two-quarterback league, basically. Um, You have any other observations from this game?
0: Uh... I still like Daniel Jones. I don't know why. I think it's his rushing upside. Um, like, I, he hasn't really fumbled the last few weeks. Sure. And I think Slayton and Shepard going down kind of hurt oh, early. Yeah. So.
1: I, it, it has to hurt when you lose two of your top three guys. Yeah. Um, I, I like Daniel Jones. I, I do. I really do. But I just don't think he's got it like I I love his rushing ability I love how no one thinks he's gonna run also I mean no one gives him any respect in the run game and that's why he just destroys people and he's got more rushing yards this year than like Lamar I'm pretty
0: sure yeah
1: Kyler for sure Kyler's got like 30 rushing yards in three games or something like that something stupid like that
0: he has more rushing yards than um than Saquon Barkley
1: there you go Leading, leading the team in rushing, probably. Yep. I mean, that, that's what will happen when you rush for, like, an 80-yard touchdown or whatever he did. Oh, did that, did that get called back the other week?
0: Uh, that one got called back, yeah. yeah. On a holding. And he, he still st- got 40 yards or so on that. Right. Um, move on to the final game that was also decided tonight. Absolutely. Wild-ass Manatee,
1: 115. Margo Flyers, one. 13. Wow, this one came down to the wild. You and me and a manatee. Gets his first win of the year. Can't even flop, right? Yeah. I thought manatees were good at flopping.
0: You and me and a manatee. One more time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he had the big performance from Sam, Dar- Sam Darnold. When you don't got Christian, you got to run into yourself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sam Darnold was was a man on Thursday Night Football. I'm excited to year for this Panthers team a little bit, honestly. Like, I think they're they're a fun team to root for. They're right, fun now.
0: team. They're in a. They're like the Browns from a
1: couple years yeah. ago, or the Bills from last year. Like, they're in a know? division
0: with like Tom Brady, the failing Falcons, and then the Saints who've been perpetually great. Uh, so it's fun to see the underdog coming back up. They're three and zero. They could potentially win the division with such a bad schedule, because. But we'll see what they do in. Yeah, in they, the uh, division.
1: They made a trade today as uh as Nick noted in the chat this morning and got sent Darnold as in Dan Arnold. Dan Arnold Darnold. D. Arnold, Darnold, Darnold, uh away. They kept Sam though. Uh and they traded for uh I think a corner from Jacksonville. CJ Henderson. They yeah. had they had their guy, JC Horn, break his foot this week. Uh, but maybe when they get Not both of those guys back in like a week or a week or two, a month or two, I think it was for J C Horn. Um then maybe they'll be really good in the secondary. Uh, wish the Seahawks had traded for a corner <laughs> this week. Oh, I'm not. I'm not gonna give this up. Uh, um, yeah, Darnold leading the pack. Uh, Jalen hurts almost made the comeback today. He's not gonna let you flop. He's gonna drag your team to a couple <laughs> wins this year, Dan. Unless you put him on the bench. Uh, I mean, I mean bench Garoppolo. Yeah, that's true. You could play Garoppolo, man. He sucks. <laughs> uh, flop of the game for me. It's it's Carlos Hyde. Uh, I think you had this thing with Matt a couple years ago when he kept Last playing year, yeah. Frank Gore. Oh um, yeah, we've yeah. only been doing this podcast for <laughs> <here. Feels laughs> how long, like, long? Do you think we've been like doing this. lifetime? Um, uh, yeah, Carlos Hyde, Matt, he's he sucks. You could have uh, picked up uh, Peyton Barber on the waivers this week. He went for like twenty points. Uh, Malcolm Brown's out there. I know that's these are these are disgusting bottom of the barrel guys. But that's what Carlos Hyde is, and he might and he's on the worst team of all of them. Uh, so yeah, the Matt special sticking with some old running back. Who's totally washed up. Uh, get Carlos Hyde out of your lineup, Matt. Total
0: flop. Uh, I also want to put out Zach Wilson, 168 total yards. Now, this guy, he knows how to flop. He knows how to flop. You and me.
1: and a team. Uh,
0: it was the kind of performance Dan loves to see out there. Yeah, exactly. But it didn't quite work out for Dan.
1: no, It did not at all. Um, But Zach Wilson, yeah, just like all the rest of these, these rookie quarterbacks are having it rough right now,
0: man. Some people, I mean, NFL's hard. I think we've been spoiled by a lot of good. Definitely. uh, Yeah, the last four or five years, it felt
1: like guys have not
0: had this much struggle. They've also been drafted to decent teams, it feels like. You get Kyler onto the Cardinals, who have a lot of good offensive weapons, especially at, Who knows where they'd be without Bill O'Brien trading away. Right. DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. That that helped out a lot. Uh, Herbert is on a good San Diego or LA team. So they've been drafted to a lot of good teams with that's helping them out. So maybe it's that help or whatever it is. We don't know.
1: Totally. And even guys like Daniel Jones, who we were just talking about how, how we're worried about him. It might be his final year. Is he a franchise quarterback? Uh, he he had an infinitely better time to the start of his career in New York than these guys are having right now. And I mean they had this a pretty is bad awful. line. This is awful from these guys that we're seeing so far. Yeah. Hopefully one or two of them turn around. Yeah.
0: What do you think about uh, Sermon scoring his first NFL TD guess, last night? Didn't get to see it. Happy for Dan. Um,
1: but that was basically all he did in this game, right?
0: Yeah, he had 34 total yards. I think he was getting like two yards of carry or something like that, two or three. Yeah, uh, He had a few breakouts where he'd get, like, eight or nine, but it was pretty slow going. Um, What do you think is going to happen for... I mean,
1: I think Eliza Mitchell is still the man. Uh, I d- unless it was, you know, Sermon was, came back from concussion protocol this week. Maybe he didn't get enough practice reps for them to feel confident giving him the ball, or maybe he was messing up early on and they just, he was on a really short leash. But... Uh, for right now, I think it's Elijah Mitchell. We'll see when Jeff Wilson comes back. I think that really could be just because Jeff Wilson has been the guy before. Um, but clearly in this game, I mean, George Kittle led them in rushing yards at the half. Uh, I think Juszczyk, uh, finished the game as their leading rusher. He was definitely their highest fantasy, uh, point getter. I think he scored like 13 or 14 points. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, they, they clearly didn't trust any you know, I went for Jacques Patrick, my boy Jacques. <laughs> I went for Carry Johnson. I fell for all the bait. Thank God I didn't have to start any of these guys. But I put him on my roster this week in hopes that, you know, I'm getting the next Shanahan running back, man. I
0: as well try. I mean, Yushchek only had 14 yards rushing. So Trace Herman still led the way with 31 on 10 carries. Yushchek got a catching, uh, receiving oh, touchdown. Was it a receiving touchdown. Okay. Uh, and 37 yards on four catches. So, okay. So that it was, was mostly
1: kinda... the same role then for Yushchek as he yeah. usually is. It's usually some receptions.
0: But that's a guy he traded for, traded for hoping that to uh, replenish the Yeah, he's got farm. plenty
1: of time, though. You know, I don't know. I'm not worried about Sherman's, dyna- or Sherman's dynasty value right yeah. now. But if Dan were to compete this year, which, you know, Manatees only flop, uh, <laughs> then I would be a little bit more worried. Uh, yeah, Big Balls Pete's play of the week. Go uh, with Cordell Patterson. Didn't get him the win. No. Uh, and only 20 yards on the ground, but six for seven for 82 through the air. This is, this is the guy that is maximizing on this, whatever this Falcons offense is right now. Um, just to
0: everyone predicted Cordero
1: Patterson, Daryl Patterson, way to go, Daniel. Uh, he's, he's in
0: rough shape on his running back twos. Um, does your vitamin C last, 24 hours? Only- does your vitamin C last for 24 hours? Says my computer.
1: Brought to you by Vitamin C commercials.
0: Yeah, we're having all our sponsorships. <laughs> uh,
1: they're rolling in. They're rolling yeah. in. But yeah, yeah they ended for RB2. Uh, he could have had an even bigger balls player of the week if he would played Peyton Barber for the Vegas Raiders. I think he put up 20. But yeah, Cordero Patterson beat his projection. Who saw that coming?
0: I almost went and tried to do a big balls pete play. Almost put in uh, Odell Beckham straight from oh. injury. That would have been a good one. We're yeah. doing a good one. I ended up switching back to... He had a touchdown, didn't he? No. No? Okay. Uh, I ended up switching back to Melvin Gordon, who scored a touchdown in yards. He outscored him, so I I made the right call. Gordon's the guy, man. Maybe not Woods. Woods maybe needs to get out of there. Uh, We're running a little long here,
1: but you want to do some rookie stuff real quick?
0: Yeah, just a quick rookie talk. Um, These are just the top five rookies of the first three weeks. Uh, We'll start at number five. I have Rondell Moore. wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. I like what they're doing with them. They're engineering touches. uh, He's the number three, I believe, scoring rookie uh, this whole season. Uh, But most of it came on one broken play in week two, the 77-yard touchdown. That got him over 100 yards, got him a touchdown reception. So I kind of have him here because last week he totaled out of one point.
1: Yeah, I mean I think this is gonna be great as a future play right now for fans. I just um, don't think that anyone knows what's going on with the with the Arizona wide receivers. and I don't think Kyler even knows. I think yeah. he's just chucking the ball. He doesn't even see numbers. He doesn't see names. He just
0: he just chucks the ball he down. He sees there. red. All he, he sees, is sees is red. Balls. He <laughs> sees his red. Um, uh number four rookie, I have Elijah Mitchell. Might be a little biased because he's on my team. Uh he has twenty five point seven points on the season, running back for San Francisco. Uh, he's only really played 1.5 games because he got injured halfway through the last game. I just think he's earned the trust of Shanahan in the preseason, um, and I think he would have killed last night and if uh, if he had the opportunities. Uh, so per-touch basis, I just think Elijah Mitchell is has looked better and having a running back, too. Yeah, to I,
1: I definitely think that he's looked good um, when obviously not this week because yeah. he was injured. But I do think that he's uh, gotten off to a very promising start. Definitely the best uh, third-round pick in our draft that yeah. we've seen by a long shot.
0: Are you talking over Jacob Eason?
1: Uh, I meant, <laughs> oh, I meant this year's draft. You know, Obviously, yeah. he was the best third-round pick. Yeah, obviously.
0: Uh, number three rookie, he's, I think, sixth scoring-wise so far. as Javante Williams running back for the Broncos. Uh, I have him this high because he's averaging 14 ish touches per game increasing his fan point fantasy points every time he just seems like the rookie that's gonna take over a backfield soon potentially or at least have this 50 50 back and have like big breakout games while also giving you a consistent floor that's why i have Javonte at three
1: yeah we haven't talked about the broncos much on this podcast but uh they're three and 0 they're looking good their defense is like absurdly good i'm pretty sure yeah i mean they they're obviously going to have some bad weeks with the chargers and the chiefs in their division uh player uh, teams that are going to put up a lot of points on them but uh williams already splitting with melvin gordon who has been playing well uh is i think that's encouraging for Javante. just the fact that i think that there's a scenario that where gordon's been playing so well that Javante shouldn't even be getting this many touches but they clearly like him a lot so i think that's encouraging
0: I think mean, the thing about not talking about Denver is they played the Giants, Jacksonville, New York Jets. Right.
1: Are they, yeah, yeah. Are so, they the biggest farce of a 3 0 team? Maybe. I don't
0: think so. I think they're dominating and then just running the game out. So it's not an entertaining games why we don't talk about them. True, true, true. Uh, number two, rookie on the season, Najee Harris. Let's go. Uh, 46.2 points for running back for the Steelers. Uh, they seem like they're just trying to run him into the ground or catch him into the ground, however you want to look at it um, half his points came this last game because of the 14 touches. We kind of overkilled talking about him, I think, but number two rookie on the season, because they're using exactly what they drafted him for.
1: Yep. That's why I drafted him. That's because I thought he'd touch the ball a lot.
0: Uh, number one, Jamar chase. Could there be anyone else? 54.3 points in the season. Hasn't gotten a ton targets. He started with seven dropped to four and five, but he's made a lot of those, uh, of those targets four touchdowns through three weeks and he's shown why he was top five pick just getting dominant downfield getting open and i'm so glad we're all so worried
1: about him during the preseason (laughs) i just love how good of an indicator the preseason is of how good of an nfl player you're going
0: to be when you were drafted so highly um i just think it's crazy that when i was looking at it i just couldn't put any of the quarterbacks in the top five. I know, right?
1: Uh, very disappointing, especially in our super flex format where we're all, where we're drafting five, six quarterbacks in top seven picks or something like that. Um, yeah.
0: I'm not worried overall for season or for their career, but this season, they're not going to give you the Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert plays. like. You I don't have think last so.
1: I, I think we'd be lucky to see a couple of these guys get to where those guys were at, like week one of their NFL career. Yeah. Um, but time will tell. A Dogecoin update:
0: Bark, 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 bark.
1: bark. Not looking good. We're at six hundred one dollars and twenty eight cents. Oh, we've
0: dropped forty more dollars. So
1: we've dropped forty more dollars. We're we're at about two thirds of what we started at. Uh, but <laughs> here's to the Doges. And our megalobull teams 3-0. 3 0. We're going to the playoffs. I can already tell. You want your fan your fun fantasy question real oh, quick?
0: Always. Fun fantasy. We'll do this fast. All right.
1: Which daddy is rostering the most wide receivers and who is rostering the
0: least? Who's rostering the most wide receivers? I think like the last few times I could try and reverse engineer this and try and think. Um I'm gonna go most wide receivers is me. No, <sighs> it's
1: not you. I think you were in third place. Uh, Nick is rostering 13 wide receivers. He has got he's only starting two, so we're not. Maybe they're not all great wide receivers. He's taking
0: a lot of lottery picks. I don't like his depth. It's not,
1: but he's got 13 on his roster. Two of them I think are on IR. Like two of them are on his taxi, but 13 overall a lot of wide receivers. Do you know who's rostering the least?
0: Um, I want to say you, you drafted just so many rookies last time. He nailed <laughs> running, it. Running backs. That I just can't imagine there's many wide receivers on that team.
1: I've got 7 wide receivers on my team. Uh, two of them in my starting lineup, five of them on my bench, none of them on my taxi and none of them on my IR. Running real low on wide receivers everyone. <laughs> So, Nick, let's get together for some wide receiver talk. That's what I wanted to put that segment in there for. You don't want his wide receivers. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't want them. <laughs> Only if they're garbage pail kids.
0: You want know Robert Woods?
1: Uh, maybe. Yeah. But we can talk about that off the air. You um, want a whole,
0: like, 30-more-minute podcast of just discussing a trade?
1: Yeah, that, that probably won't get done.
0: <laughs> I'm looking yeah. for a... You
1: can be a garbage pail kid. Yeah, garbage wow. pail. All right, well, I think that's going to do it. Uh, Hope you, daddies, have a good week. Happy week three. Let's move it on to week four. Let's get some more wins out there, Alex, and Megalovol, huh?
0: Yeah, let's bring it on for the daddies. All
1: right. Well, until next time, I'm Tyler. He's Alex. That's me. We'll see you, daddies, later.
0: Uh, This goes out to you. you. This goes out to to you.